Amrita, we'll just wait for a minute or two uh, for the listeners to join and then uh, we'll start, yeah? Sure. Thanks, Tanvi. How was your day? Great. How was your day? Oh, Monday. Tuesdays are becoming new Mondays, looks like. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but this time slot is really good because I think it allows us the free time now to kind of chat up. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why, you know, this, this, this is like... Uh, for some of us, it's like, uh, you know, gupshap over dinner. And for some of us, it's like gupshap over coffee, uh, depending on how your day went. <laughs> Absolutely. This is post-dinner for me. So yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> so you, you are the one who follows healthy lifestyle. That's what I have to say. Trying to. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. I've been trying for years to have early dinner, but something or the other. <laughs> All right. So Amrita, we'll just wait for one more minute and then sure. we'll start. Yeah, And welcome listeners. Thank you for joining again. I hope all of you are doing well today. And uh, like always, uh, I, I would encourage all of you to um, have an interaction with uh, our esteemed guest speaker today. Um, please uh, post all your questions and comments in the chat window. If you feel like speaking to us, um, please raise your hand and we will um, let you in uh, as in when the episode progress. So, uh, you know, just uh, just, uh, you know, looking forward to hear everyone's thoughts and comments. Uh, so without further ado, I think uh, we'll start uh, today. Uh, the topic of discussion is um, women and remote working. Uh, but that was more about remote working, what works and what doesn't. But today, our focus is that remote working point of view say we are keeping women at the center stage. And that's why I have Amrita with me as a guest speaker. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to uh, interact with her today because um, she is the Women Leadership Development Head at Interweave. And... Um, Interweave is a diversity and inclusion consulting firm. So uh, it's it's doing some great work, uh, especially with respect to uh, diversity and inclusion. Uh, she comes with more than uh, a decade's experience. And if you'll ask me precisely, it's about 18 years, which is a lot. And uh, uh, she is also an advanced uh, NLP coach and is very passionate about uh, designing learning interventions for women. And uh, her vision, which is very interesting, her vision is to impact at least uh, 10,000 women in the next five years to lead mindful lives. And that's why we thought that it, she will be the right person to be on, uh, to join us today, because someone with that vision can really throw a lot of uh, insights. So thank you, Amrita, again for joining. Um, uh, thank you again. Thank you so much, Tanvi. I think it's a pleasure uh, interacting on this topic and uh, have, I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to our interaction. Great, great. So I think what I'm going to do is uh, before we ask certain uh, Amrita's point of view, uh, I would also like to share some of the reactions for this episode. I spoke to a lot of women, a uh, lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues to see how are they feeling about uh, working from home, uh, how do they see themselves um, operating in the near future? 
uh, and i'm going to talk about two stories or let's say two responses um, just to uh, in the interest of time uh, and to maintain confidentiality uh, we will be using imaginary names and not real names so uh, uh, because we don't want to break that uh, confidentiality uh, clause that we have with them so i'm going to tell you these two reactions that we got from uh, two women uh the first lady was uh, by the name of kavita again a hypothetical name uh she is a mid level employee at an hr tech company in mumbai uh she's worked in this company for about 6 years and uh, she's also a mother of a single child who is 6 years old she stays with her husband and her in-laws when asked whether she would like to continue to work from home she replied by saying i would prefer to work from office at least a couple of hours as per my convenience and schedule it is becoming extremely difficult for me to concentrate on work in my small home with one child in-laws and my husband while my in-laws are highly supportive and they are literally managing the household responsibilities for us this lack of personal space is now getting on to me uh managing my child's online study husband's work calls and my own work in this cramped city apartment is getting on to me now if i get a co-working space uh very near to my home where i can work a few days or hours in the week as per my convenience it will give me some mental peace so this is what kavita had to say then there is a lady called nena uh, again a fictional name uh nena is a consultant at a company in delhi She has worked in this company for 5 years and has been very successful. She stays with her husband. When asked whether she would like to continue to work from home, she replied by saying, "I would prefer to work from home, however to maintain work-life balance and psychological well-being, better yahi hoga ki main thode din ya thode ghante office se kaam karu." Looks like just because I do not have children make me available 24 by 7. Majority of the late evening client calls are automatically added to my calendar without even checking my availability beforehand. Just because my calendar shows a free slot does not mean that I have no responsibility towards my home and my spouse. There's also this common assumption that people with no kids, people must have a lot of free personal time and the work life balance does not really apply to them. इसलिए मुझे लगता है दैट इफ आई गो बैक टू ऑफिस आई कैन प्रॉब्ली गेट माई लाइफ बैक एंड देन मे बी आई विल कंसिडर इट सीरियसली हैंडोरीज and what these stories really tell us is that how women are actually in a dilemma and how they are in two minds about should i be working remotely should i be going to office and in some conversations me jo bhi maine conversations kiye for this episode a common theme nikal ke aaye that women prefer to work from home yes um they actually sometimes enjoy working from home also but because of this challenges in their ecosystem the stress of multitasking switching identities from a professional to a mother or daughter in law or wife or facing these 24 by 7 availability bias 
it has been very very hard on them and we have heard different kinds of story so therefore at large most of the women are confused that what should be their work approach like um at from a business from an organizational standpoint i feel it will also depend a lot on the nature of work that these women are into and the sort of work that they are doing but uh, let's understand from a you know from a mindset perspective what i want to understand from amrita is that amrita what are some of the challenges that you feel women will continue to face whether it's remote working whether it's hybrid working um uh, in your view in your experience what are the challenges that women are facing in general when it comes to either working from home or going to office uh, like we heard these two ladies as well right so what are your views on that sure thanks tanvi for that i think uh, this both the stories are throwing a very interesting dilemma at us that that whether you know it is i think you know and it makes me kind of think about uh, my conversations early on before we even got into this pandemic where uh, whenever we had friends coming together most of the times work from home was always discussed as a fantasy that uh, absolutely yes know, that some day we will all work from home and life will be so amazing but uh, when it turned to reality i think it has just turned into a nightmare for all of us uh, so just like every rose has its thorns and i think uh, that's exactly what we are experiencing right now so some good things have definitely happened where uh, women now save on travel time they get more time with their kids and family however at the same time there's enough amount of data showing us also that women are seven times more likely to lose jobs during this lockdown than men uh, the um, the overall if you look at it uh, because the women employment in uh, industries which are highest impacted uh, by covid uh, this this kind of a uh, uh, job loss is much higher in terms of women ratios uh, you look at the industries which have been highest impacted travel and food services or retail and wholesale trade uh, arts recreation or public administration any one of them have the highest number of uh, women employees so uh, this research is uh, some of the recent research is also showing us that women are 11 times more not likely to work after the covid job loss also so in the last one year uh, we at interweave have spoken to over 20 uh, you know almost like 2000 plus women through uh, 20 plus organizations across industries and uh, most of the stories which we hear are around uh, a lot of a lot of positive stuff where uh, uh women are showing up with a lot of leadership character both at home and work and doing smart things they have ensured uh, a lot of support from their partners their families even communities they've kind of tapped into their networks and they've also leveraged technology to a very large extent so today Absolutely. if you look at women yeah women look at you know the first i think smart choices which women are making is uh, buying dishwashers boards yeah. so that kind of things stabilize right but uh, we also realized during our training programs that patriarchy is very deep rooted and hence we see very similar kind of challenges resurfacing as women work from home like to give you a couple of examples earlier when we were talking to women in our programs about minimizing at work and not taking enough space in boardrooms uh, we see very similar challenges today where they minimize themselves at home so in a recent uh, session which i was having there were two participants and i think just like the way you've used hypothetical uh, names yeah. like maybe wahi karne wali ho 
so uh, let's take the first name as neha and uh, neha narrated a story to us about how uh, she finds it very comfortable sitting at her dining table and working so that she can overlook the entire house and look at the activities what her children are doing what's happening in the kitchen who's coming going etc etc and then uh, there was another participant uh, called priya who who spoke about how at the very beginning of the lockdown itself she physically uh, asserted space where she ordered herself a work desk or chair she shared a schedule with her partner in advance oh, nice. so that, yeah so like these are very uh, proactive things which priya did and the minute she spoke about buying a desk for herself buying a chair for herself almost all the participants ended up realizing that none of them have even bought these basic things for themselves they're just kind of adjusting around the house and uh, just this sharing made them realize that they need to invest and look at their everydays as as you know claiming their workspaces looking at their work in a professional manner um yeah and and i think it's very obvious why women do that because women have often been celebrated for making sacrifices all through right so mm. um it just uh, all the things which women do gets passed off as the love as a wife or mother a daughter in law and in our caregiving nature yeah, caregiving uh-huh. nature yeah yeah so somewhere women also have been made to believe that that she is a superwoman and her cape is this ability to multitask so these problems yeah. keep repeating in time and again in different forms and i think the deeper change is the mindset of both men and women and the way the roles are seen whether it's at work or home so i think that's the that's the mindset shift really yeah so i think uh, amrita you made some very interesting points ek cheez to mujhe matlab at a personal level i would like to tell you jab aapne dishwasher ki baat kari to mujhe apni yaad aa gayi i think the first thing that it was like an accomplishment in my house that i convinced that i need a dishwasher now so yeah it's become a part of the home strategy right yeah yeah exactly ki ghar mein dishwasher aa gaya and i think after that you know ek wo sense of empowerment bhi aata hai that you know acha ab you know we have like a tech thing to take care of that so yeah i think many working women are doing that um you know the aspect that you spoke about you know this minimizing i really like this concept of minimizing ki aap usi se kaam chala rahe ho jo aapke ghar par hai and like we said jo hamari pehli story mein bhi nikal ke aaya that uh, you know cramped lifestyle hai cramped apartments hai you know it's kind of getting on to them uh, and patriarchy like you mentioned anyways exist uh, but amrita कहीं ना कहीं क्या आपको ये लगता है लाइक यू नो द प्रिया द एग्जांपल ऑफ प्रिया दैट यू गेव मी शी असर्टेड हरसेल्फ बट इन योर एक्सपीरियंस हाउ मेनी वुमेन आर एक्चुअली एबल टू असर्ट देमसेल्व्स आई मीन रिमोट वर्किंग में आई सी दैट समटाइम्स पीपल आर फ्रस्ट्रेटेड आपको समझ में आ जाता है एक वर्चुअल मीटिंग में लोग थक गए हैं यू नो ऑफ जस्ट डूइंग यू नो कोई भी आ रहा है समबडी इज वॉकिंग इन बट in your experience how many women are actually like priya and how many are like neha if i may ask you i really don't want to put a percentage there but yeah. a lot of i think there's a mix okay where mm. uh, uh, see the nehas i feel mm. are the ones which are continuing to go through the entire struggle without actually acknowledging it and i think uh, mm. one of the things which i am realizing is that the more women share in networks mm. and in groups they mm. somewhere realize different things like another thing which i'm going to take uh, from the priya category of women is yeah, the need yeah. to be perfect mm. 
now uh-huh. this is a uh, this is a challenge because somebody may say that why is being perfect a bad thing or why is it uh, something which women should be concerned about but a lot of research shows us that na- almost women wait almost 92% uh, to be ready to be able to apply for any new role or any new opportunity whereas men just wait even for even if they are just 45% ready they will go and apply for it so here itself you have a huge gap and if women have to make it big to the leadership positions somewhere they need to start trusting more and i'm going to give you uh, an example of a very close friend and this was kind of a joke between both of us where uh, when the lockdown yeah. started uh, yeah. she called me once and she said that uh, what am i supposed to do amruta my husband washes vessels for 2 hours putting his headphone on okay <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> and i was like uh, but why is it a problem i mean isn't it good that he's contributing or supporting you and and then this kind of uh, stayed with me because many women in the in our leadership programs talk about how a lot of times they themselves don't trust their partners with supporting in their housework and uh, uh, delegation is is an is a, is a skill right so when you are talking about it at work why should you not talk about it at home so uh, looking at yourself as a leader and what is your leadership character at both the places at work as well as at home and how can you be able to trust uh, have a conversation collaborate delegate all of these are very important aspects at home as well right so correct. yeah i think there's something to take away for both neha uh, the neha group as well as the and priya the, group because yeah Absolutely, Amrita. And I think आपने जो ये point बोली ना that this about delegation, I'm sure a lot of women who are there in our listener, who are our listeners, they will resonate. I believe Mukda also said that I was one of them. मतलब she couldn't hmm. delegate, uh, don't want to delegate. And मैं आपको बताती हूँ, I think uh, you know जो मैंने सुना आपने friend circle में और जो मेरा भी experience है. One was of course you don't want to delegate because you think कि you know your partner will not be able to do a good job. second is also i think kahin na kahin jo aapne wo point bola na some you know i think the way we are wired somehow kuch ek self guilt sa bhi aa jata hai ki are hum ghar par hain then you know hum hi time nahi de pa rahe hain so i am not sure ki uh, like you mentioned in your women leadership programs and how you are empowering them i think hmm. ek ye bhi mindset hai jo change karna padega this bias that humko khud ko guilt feel hone lag jata hai guilty feel hone lag jata hai ki yaar ye you know uh, you know our partners yeah. are doing this or let's say our in laws are doing this or our kids are doing this right so i think kahin na kahin wo bhi uh, ek bias hai aur hum log ka khud ka bana hua bias hai and like you rightly said ki jo hum log corporate world mein seekhte hain ki you know you need to delegate to be effective wo hum log ghar pe kyun nahi kar pate yeah. right and i think uh, apne aap ko ek ek question puchna zaruri hai as in whenever somebody narrates the story about guilt i think i often ask them who is your guilt serving uh, which is aap guilty ho but ye guilt serve kisko kar raha hai and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's a very important question to ask yourself because uh, maybe most of the times the guilt is serving you itself uh, you are mm-hmm. you are feeling that somebody else is doing this to you but there is a great amount of um, uh, gratification which you are giving yourself by saying that i am not replaceable or you know this is this is what i'm needed for in in the house or at the workplace and that's why you're not able to maybe delegate um, mm. so asking yourself who is this guilt serving or not serving 
and uh, maybe taking for certain steps from there correct matlab of course ki aap kis cheez pe matlab is it really you know serving someone i think that's a very good uh, take away for me personally and i'm sure for some of the listeners as well that theek hai you are feeling guilty but then what is it actually doing is it really solving any purpose and mujhe sometimes lagta hai ki hum log overthink bhi karte hain i think analysis paralysis ho jata hai and i think sometimes it's just important to be uh you know to be to draw a balance between nehas and priyas of the world right yeah. so i think that's that's a very interesting point you've made uh ek aur cheez jo aapne apni research mein bola that in the lockdown lot of women lost you know research was showing that they will either lose their jobs or they lost their jobs even i came across that research where uh either women were laid off right mm. and also they proactively resigned right yeah uh in your point of view uh do you think it's very organization related ya aapko lagta hai ki it's also very personal i mean why suddenly this happened i mean i know representation of women was anyways limited in the workforce hmm. but but what happened um uh, during this you know lockdown or this one year of crisis that led to this in your view after this is your interactions sure so i think uh, see i i will say that this has been different for different organizations and i think uh, i was just talking to a, a client of ours uh, who's in the retail space and they spoke to us about how uh, the entire warehouse team used to almost have a 50 50% uh, ratio of men and women and now that's literally come down to a 10 and uh, 10% of women being there and the reason being the warehouse needs to operate during the lockdown because it's a retail service provider this is booming time for them uh but because of the lockdown uh, the women do not have the kind of required infrastructure support at home or at the office premises like the crash facility is not active in most organizations today so how how are they supposed to balance this correct so organizations are coming up with different and unique ways to to do this or tackle this but but these realities still remain right there is elder care uh, which is required there is there are there are children you know which need to be educated through online schooling uh, so somewhere how are they going to be able to manage all of this and come back and then i think that remains a problem for most organizations and i think as we talk more uh, there are some good things also which organizations have done so yeah yeah so let's then come to those good things let us uh, try and unveil that that uh, when we talk about supporting women in the workplace uh, whether it's in the remote world or in the hybrid workplace uh, how do you think organizations will be an enabler in supporting women either current or in the future i, I think i'm going to uh, start with what are some things which uh, uh, you know organizations could do and then coming to you know what have we already seen working uh, i think yeah go ahead organizations are being very very mindful about is understanding that the primary link for the organization to manage a situation where there is change involved where there's a crisis involved is the communication which the leadership uh, has and the managers demonstrate in action so uh, organizations today are focusing on their managers both men and women and and we keep talking about uh, how uh, uh, 
you know women should kind of rescript or reprogram certain beliefs which they have been carrying throughout their their upbringing uh, and there is a lot of focus which all of us are putting as a generation to change this culture and mindset of women uh to give you my own personal example i think i was raised as a feminist and all the messages which i got were around reprogramming this typical script which is kind of uh, communicated uh but if you look at it we always focus on the messages we give to women but what about the messages we need to also give men uh even men have scripts right even men have always been kind of uh, uh, told that they need to be breadwinners they need to be competitive they need to be powerful so we have not not left any room for them to be vulnerable and i think that's one key area which is going to become problematic for all of us uh, and especially organizations because managers are both men and women correct so if we want to uh, upskill our our managers and ask them to respond to this situation of crisis we need to look at the overall leadership competency framework and look at how do we equip them to be more inclusive how can we equip them to bring the periphery to the center in some way and for this there are a lot of learning and development interventions which organizations may need to deploy on equipping managers to be more empathetic how can they be more compassionate and it being being uh, compassionate is is about having logic and emotions right so how do we equip mm. our managers both men and women to be able to embrace this this piece uh, because typically the way i think organizations have been operating so far is they keep looking at 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 quantity and now they may need to look at quality versus quantity how do they look at maybe you know not the hours of work or looking at the uh, number of times your reportee is active on a system and look at the goals which you kind of set together and achieve as a team so all of these mindset changes require a lot of learning and development interventions i think a lot of uh, upskilling in terms of coaching for managers mentoring for managers how do we support managers to be able to uh handle unique challenges which are coming up during these times so uh, a lot of focus is being put on learning and development a second is i think um, the employee uh, life cycle so how can we look at location free roles how can we look at em- uh, redefining employee engagement itself so i heard of couple of organizations where they are today uh, involving even the parents of employees into their employee engagement agenda which is they are conducting training programs for uh, employees parents to be able to operate microsoft teams or zoom so that they can help their uh, grandchildren attend schools there are organizations but that's interesting are, yeah it's very interesting because i mean it's a complete different way of uh, equipping or enabling your employees right uh another way i think is uh, 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 one organization spoke to me about uh, how many of their employees have now gone back to their hometown and their parents are not allowing them especially after the second phase uh, to come back so in that scenario uh, organizations are creating videos of their premises especially manufacturing organizations of how the workplace is safe for them to to come and and how how many percentage of employees have been vaccinated what are the kind of safety measures uh, what are the mental wellness uh, initiatives the organization is taking so i feel like there is a a, a very different sense of uh, 
I think intervention from organizations which is kind of emerging, even uh, crash facilities for that matter. Um, I mean, this is a very unique scenario and may not apply for many organizations. But I found that 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 you know the organization really made a stretch there, where uh, there was a manufacturing organization who had just one female employee in their production unit in Mysore. and uh, this uh, woman was on her maternity break and was very keen to come back uh, i think one of the uh, one one of the i think uh, stories which you narrated where she wanted to come back because of course there was not enough space at home and she was with a joint family so how does she kind of uh, you know come back to work and and be active so she reached out to the organization and the organization uh, had a crash facility there which they opened up only for this one employee uh where there was only one woman employee who was availing it but they made that exception because they didn't want to lose that one employee from the production unit so somewhere best practices which are being implemented for the organization is the best practice for that organization also absolutely i think amrita these are some very valid points and uh you know when you spoke about competencies uh frameworks and i think even in my experience what we see uh is that a lot of organizations suddenly we have seen competencies like and i discussed about this in our last episode as well uh like you mentioned resilience empathy uh there is now a competency called inclusion which mm. you know from an assessment standpoint we always find it challenging that how you know from an how can we diagnose this so that the prescription really continues but more and more organizations are now moving towards uh, inclusion as a competency moving towards resilience and empathy as a competency and like you rightly pointed out i think these learning and development interventions like coaching for managers or you know mentoring for leaders so on and so forth i uh, will uh, see a lot of uh, traction now because this is important um uh, amrita you will be very uh, curious to know our chat is actually on fire we are getting <laughs> lot of comments okay. i'm just going to read that sure. uh, so arun arena has said a buy in from most men is low they have been propped up by uh, mothers uh, wives sisters maids etc so that's that's a sad reality uh, aruna has mentioned that yet you know it kind of gets pinned on women uh, men have to understand their privilege and take things on else women are the ones who are always asking for help um vandana wrote about that patriarchy is deep rooted but vandana i'm glad that there are organizations like interweave and people like aruna who are trying to uh, make it more in- inclusive and diverse um i really like this comment by aruna again i think men make great chefs and women make great home chefs that's what need to change i think that's that's really interesting so while uh, you know uh, listeners you are writing uh, on chat is anyone wants to uh, share their story ask uh, amrita something please raise your hand and we'll uh, make you the speaker uh, amrita we have heard from you what can organizations do uh, what are some of the programs people are going for uh, really like the aspect that you spoke about location free roles and how employee engagement is really uh, how organizations are engaging employees in very interesting and innovative ways um uh, if i ask you right now as let's say your concluding remarks uh, as to what how do you see the workplace for women especially uh, with respect to remote working or hybrid working model 
what will be your thoughts and what do you think as women we can do uh, to change our mindset if uh, you know and not depend on others or external factors i think i would say just two things which is one is now you have trained and performing resources at home please don't let them at right <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah very interesting they have been trained now don't make Absolutely. don't make them go back <laughs> trained and perform yeah. performing resources mainly so yeah. leverage yeah. them don't i mean in fact leverage them to further kind of be able to create that time for yourself and i think one thing which most women have realized in this in this phase is taking time out so ensuring that you make that time for yourself and 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 you're able to do it with comfort so uh, i think these are the only two things which i think i i'm personally reminding myself constantly so yeah <laughs> yeah it's like jaise hum log office mein bolte hain na ek bar log ko train kar diya to please you know don't spoil their habit don't start doing their work it's the same thing here that ghar pe agar train ho gaye hain log so you know just bas rehne do ab you know don't don't mess with it uh, amrita uh, Uh, Mukta has joined us. Uh, she wanted to uh, share her story. So, Mukta, go ahead. Sure. Hi, Amrita. Great to have you on the platform. A big Hi, welcome. Mom. A big shout out. <laughs> yeah, Thank you so this much, is, Mukta. This is a subject close to my heart because um, uh, I think uh, every woman who has worked through the pandemic. has gone through their shares of ups and downs and um, as you guys said that you know train the workforce my trained workforce is in the chat you know gorav kalra is here <laughs> i only could give up i only could give up on doing the jharu pocha during lockdown because i got a tennis elbow and then there was no looking back because you know he seamlessly uh, took over and uh, initially yes uh, uh, as aruna said i never trusted the kadai he actually washed because i would go and wash it again <laughs> बट यस अब थोड़ा डेलीगेशन अब थोड़ा इग्नोर करना सीख लिया है सो यू नो दैट मेक्स लाइफ अ लिटिल इजी बट यू नो टू बी रियली ऑनेस्ट आई थिंक वन ऑफ द थिंग्स दैट एंड यू नो वन ऑफ द थिंग्स दैट फॉर मी सोट ऑफ रेजोनेट्स वेन वी टॉक अबाउट वेमेन एंड रिमोट वर्किंग इज दैट यू नो फॉर अ लॉर ऑफ वेमेन वाइल वर्किंग फ्रॉम होम हैज बीन ग्रेट फ्रॉम द पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू ऑफ कि भाई क्लासेस चल रही हैं बच्चों का ऑनलाइन स्कूल हो रहा है सो यू नो यू आर एबल टू डू दैट यू आर एबल टू सेट यू आर एबल टू मॉनिटर बट इट वॉज ऑलवेज द वुमन हु वॉज मल्टी टास्किंग ए सो यू नो इफ देर इज अ क्लास हैपनिंग यू नो लॉट ऑफ वेमेन वर फाइंडिंग ओनली ओनली देम सेल्स डूइंग दैट वर्सेज द हजबेंड लॉकिंग देम सेल्स इन इन द रूम एंड सेंग दैट यू नो मेरा ऑफिस का टाइम है एंड सो यू नो यू वर लेफ्ट अलोन टू डू ऑल द हाउस चोर्स एंड द वर्किंग आई थिंक but they weren't really complaining about it you know a lot of women said that you know theek hai i i get to supervise my child i get to see it but i think moving on i think uh, women should be allowed to choose the number of days they want to come to work you yeah. know and that would be really nice because you know work did offer a lot of women that um you know that uh, sense of self the sense of uh, uh, you know stepping out of the house having their own circle outside of work you know in, enjoying those canteen conversations stepping out with other people i think while men miss that i think women miss it much more because you know that was like an outlet but moving on men will go back to work but women a lot of them would still want to be both at work and home 
Yeah. So I think uh, from that point of view, I would really be um, like you know, I would I I hope to see more and more companies who give that sort of uh, uh, option to women that you know, all right, so many days in a week you can come to work, and so many days in a week um, uh, you work from home. Uh, the other thing uh, which I with with women and remote working, which I definitely am gonna I miss is dressing up. I mean, I. <laughs> I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's very vain but you know it just did make me feel good you know like to go out and you know to put up that suit or wear that sari yeah. you know yeah so thodi vanity bhi allowed hoti hai absolutely but, uh, but i think yeah. um, my my closing thought really is that you know um, and i know um, this is the <clears throat> a very um, um uh, when we talk about women and remote working we are talking about the uh, the corporate aspect of it but i think uh, recently i was talking to a friend and uh, he told me that um, at their uh, at their company uh, their hr sat together beginning of the lockdown i think it was a month or two into lockdown and they figured that you know yes if there if there are women who are facing abuse at home if there mm-hmm. is domestic abuse if there is uh, you know so they tried to reach out to all the women saying that if you feel that you will be much safer coming to work then do let us know yeah i think that so is that is uh, one of the major reasons why women would want that outlet ki kam se kam chahe wo as serious as domestic violence ho chahe wo multitasking se bhagna ho चाहे वो अपनी आइडेंटिटी फाइंड करना हो चाहे वो यू नो जस्ट बींग आउट देयर फॉर सो रीजन कुड बी रियली मेनी फॉर वेमेन टू हैव दैट ऑप्शन ऑफ कि मुझे जाने का भी मौका मिले और मुझे घर पे रहने का भी मौका मिले काइंड ऑफ थिंग हाइब्रिड मॉडल इज योर टू स्टे बिकॉज इफ यू लुक एट इट जस्ट बिफोर द सेकेंड वेव हिटर्स समवेयर मेनी ऑर्गेनाइजेशन मॉडल but now that the second wave hit uh, hit the overall country i think uh, uh, that somewhere kind of took a took a back seat and i think that's the hybrid model is definitely here to stay where we'll see many more organizations move into that again so that provides Absolutely. the flexibility to 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 women yeah and i think uh, mukta you made a very valid point i mean jo hamare main reasons say that we wanted to dress up i remember now Uh, I think since past few weeks हम लोग अब virtual meetings के लिए भी dress up होने लगे हैं but yeah on a very serious uh, note जो आपने ये domestic abuse की बात करी like you named one organization I think this is also uh, available public domain how uh, HUL which is Hindustan Unilever Limited uh, they also kind of came up with a general neutral policy uh, to support victims of uh, you know domestic abuse and violence and how they actually brought employee well being in the realm so um, that's also very interesting as amrita ne bola more and more organizations will come up with these policies um, but woh hai ki in fact yeah, to yeah, add to that tanvi uh, yeah. many we work in the space of prevention of sexual harassment as well and we now observe that many organizations are adding the part on domestic abuse into their policies on harassment and mm. and and these could be just basic things where they're offering a helpline or a counselor service so uh, most organizations today are adding this to their uh, to their policies as well absolutely i think uh, going forward organizations for hr 
इट्स गोइंग टू बी अ टफ जॉब आई मीन अमृता टू बी ऑनेस्ट मुझे लगता है आप लोग की जॉब काफी डिफिकल्ट होने वाली है बिकॉज देर बी सो मेनी न्यूएंसेज नाउ एंड गाटिया आई मीन इट्स इट्स मोर लाइक ऑफकोर्स इट डिपेंड्स ऑन द जॉब द सॉर्ट ऑफ रोल दैट यू आर इन ऑल्सो जैसे हम लोग ने अपनी स्टोरीज में बोला दैट समटाइम्स ऑफिस इज जस्ट यू नो दे जस्ट सर्व एज अ वेंटिंग पॉइंट और जस्ट एज अ ब्रेक कि आई जस्ट नीड अ ब्रेक आई एम जस्ट टायर्ड बट आई थिंक दोज फ्लेक्सीबल पॉलिसीज विल नीड टू बी मैनेज वेल एंड या सो आई थिंक एनी अदर कॉमेंट्स एनी अदर क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम द लिस्नर्स एल्स अमृता एनी क्लोजिंग कॉमेंट्स and uh, then we can uh, sign off i think it's been an amazing conversation i'm just going through the chat window and and listening yeah. and kind of reading through what people are saying so thank you everyone for your comments and uh, yeah i think uh, don't forget uh, the two parts which we spoke about which is take care of yourself and uh, don't let the trained and and uh, the performing resources are tried so i think that's that's all from my end <laughs> Absolutely. Thank I you, think. I think. Yeah. No, Amrita. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for joining. Thanks, Mukda, for uh, uh, you know sharing your interesting insight. And thank you, listeners, for joining. Uh, this was a great session. Uh, for the, I mean, I, I mean, the chat window was like on fire, which was very interesting to see. So thank you again, and I'll see you next week with another episode at Beyond Biases. Thank you so much. Have a great evening ahead. Thanks Amrita again. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.